0: Yeah. Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone. As he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, now up to, to bat, bat, Brett Boone. Welcome to the Boone Podcast, I'm Brett Boone. And today on the program, I'm joined by the current infield coach for the Anaheim Angels. who played eight years in the big leagues and was a World Series champ in 2002. He just finished up with the WBC. Uh, he was manager of Team Mexico, ladies and gentlemen. Benji Gill. Benji, thanks for coming on the program.
1: Always a pleasure to talk to you, Booney. Have you
0: had time to catch your breath? That was a lot right there. That was a lot. I I was watching. That was that was a lot of fun. It looked like.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. It was a ton of fun. Um, yeah, I've been able to catch up a little bit. Luckily. Um, uh, blessing disguise. We had a day off today with the Angels, So, uh, give me a day to an extra day to catch up. And, uh, we're back at it tomorrow, uh, in Tempe. So speaking of that, when you gone,
0: when Benji Gill's gone, you handle the infielders who takes your job while you're at the tourney.
1: Um, I'll tell you what, Mike Gallegos, who was basically oh, okay. like my ment, it was my mentor. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's, I think, uh, the good thing is that everybody's familiar. All our infielders, uh, outside of the new ones are very familiar with him and, uh, and we're, we, we think alike. Um, and, uh, i picked up a bunch of stuff from him, uh, last year. So, um, I think it, it was pretty easy. Uh, uh, the, my, my being gone was pretty easy for the players.
0: You know, I've been asked a lot about the, the WBC, um, and, and I take it from, I put two different hats on. I put Brett Boone, the baseball player hat on. And I think, well, anytime you're asked to play for your country, it's an honor. Of course, uh, as a player, I would do it. But I was also thinking to myself, man, you know what it's like, Benji, that spring training, early March. Uh, we're getting ready for the season. We're, we're We're trying to get our timing down. All of a sudden, you're thrown into a tournament like that on a world stage. And it's like, like you mentioned, it's like game five, game six every night with that level of intensity. At that point in spring, uh, we're used to getting two ABs and taking it (laughs) to the house in the fourth inning. Next thing you know, you're in a playoff atmosphere. But as from a fan standpoint, after watching the tournament for a while, especially that game uh, when you guys beat the USA and seeing the electricity in the crowd. I just went, wow! How good is this for the game of baseball? Baseball hit a home run for me with the WBC.
1: Yeah, it, it's awesome, man. And 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 the great thing is it's continued to grow. And being that it was gone because of COVID, right, for six years, um, I think there was uh, a, a great um, appreciation for fi- for finally getting WBC back. And then you have guys. You know, you have Shohei uh, with Japan, you had Alcantara and all the stars Dominican had. When you see Mike Trout jump on board right away and be the captain and then Mookie Betts and Goldschmidt and Arenado, I mean, you'd name after, I mean, star after star after star. Um, You're like, man, this is going to be different. Um, Obviously, uh, there being a contract, a big contract with uh, with a network uh, helped big time, but, but I think bigger than anything else is the way the fans showed up, man. The energy in the ballpark was incredible. Um, I had a chance to talk to uh, to Andy Pettit while we were in Miami um, the day after they beat Venezuela. And I was like, man, I'm like, yeah, people don't understand the energy. Um, it's loud and been in stadiums where it's really, really loud. But it's not just that you hear it, you feel it you can feel how loud um, the stadium is. And uh, I was like, the only thing I, you can compare it to is like a World Series. Or I said, or maybe a, a Red Sox um, Yankee series in the, during the pennant race or in the postseason. And Andy said, he goes, I've been a part of a lot of Red Sox Yankee postseason games and and down the stretch. He goes, I've never been in a game that loud. I thought that, that said a lot.
0: Yeah, it was pretty cool, you know. And I, as I was watching, uh, you're running into to old teammates. Uh, I'm seeing old teammates, old guys that I played against. There's you in in the in the uh, in the Mexico dugout, and uh, I just Holbert Cabrera. He was a teammate of mine. I got Griffey Junior. in the USA. It, it was pretty cool, uh, just from a, from a guys from yesteryear and the current players, all all coming together. It, I thought it was I thought it was really cool. Great. Great theater. Uh, it, you couldn't you couldn't imagine ending any other way than Otani against um, <laughs> against Trout. Two guys that you're with all the time. Was that how was that playing against those guys when you're with them day to day? You're about to crank it up again.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I just uh, was hoping they they weren't as good as I'm used to seeing them. Right? I mean, they're they're the two best in the world. Um, I think you know what, but I think this event. It's going to be so great for the angels. It was great for baseball. I think it's going to be great for the angels. I think uh, there's a new spark, not that there wasn't before, but even in a, a more intense spark uh, in, in Trouty, right? Um, he was able to live what would be uh, a World Series. I think this is going to make him even more intense, uh, make him even a better leader and, and want it more right uh and Shohei same thing um you know we had uh Patrick Sandoval on our team now he's a pitcher that really has never pitched in a pennant race and all of a sudden the two games he was asked to pitch were the must win against the U.S. and all their stars and then an elimination game in the semifinals against Japan and boy did he ever show up so uh I think You know, it was it was massive for our organization to have these guys um, not just play, but also perform. I mean, think about it. That's three guys, the MVP, the all tournament center fielder and the all tournament left handed pitcher uh, all on our team and, and, and looking to do everything they can to get us into the postseason.
0: Yeah, it was pretty cool to watch. Let's get back to the basics. How did you get, who asked you to be the manager? I know you've done a lot of managing in Mexico, uh, Kulikon. Uh, How did it come to be that you were going to manage uh, Team Mexico?
1: Um, so a few years ago, um, I was actually managing in the summer. Um, and I, like I said, like you said, I had been pretty successful with, uh, with Kulikon at the time. At the time, I think I had managed five seasons and won the, the championship four times and uh, was managing an expansion team. Uh, in Guadalajara for the summer league and uh, we were doing really well and there was some complications with the manager and general manager for the Olympic team and uh, I was approached to to manage uh, the Mexican uh, team that was going to the Olympics Um, personally uh, you know I I wasn't sure that I should take it because I was in the middle of a season Uh, got the blessing from the front office of the uh, of the Guadalajara team uh, and went to the Olympics. But uh, what, like I mentioned to them, then I'm like, you know what, uh, as much as as cool as it is to go to the Olympics and represent your country. Um, for me, the most important event for our sport, uh, to represent your country is the class is the, is the classic. So I said, absolutely. I'll do it, but you guys need to be able to take me to, uh, you know, let me be the manager for the classic. Um, honestly, um, they, they said, yes. Um, uh but we had such a bad showing at the olympics that i thought for a minute there that that maybe it would something might happen and i wouldn't be um you know luckily and and thankfully um you know they they uh they gave me their word and they honored it and uh gave me the opportunity to be the manager uh for team mexico i think it also obviously helps that you know uh i'm coaching in the big leagues and that i'm bilingual Because, you know, some of our players are Mexican, uh, of Mexican descent, not necessarily speak the language or uh, were born in Mexico. So um, I think it was it was important to also have a manager that um, speaks both languages and and also that that has been a part in some way, shape or form of that magnitude of event. Right. And, uh, you know, I think that that had that came into play a little bit, having played in the World Series.
0: Lots been made of of Mike Trout uh, when he was asked to be the captain of Team USA, and and he went out and and asked other players. You know, it's tough. We, we know what it's like when when a star in the game comes to you during your your playing time. It's tough to say no. He got pretty star-studded, uh, definitely on the offensive side of the ball. Pretty star-studded cast he put together. When it came down to picking your team, run me through that. How does that happen? Did anyone say no?
1: You know what? Um- it was uh rodrigo lopez who's the general manager and myself we both uh uh began calling around and and to be honest with you, even before they had actually named me i had a, like i said i had you know because of what i had been told i had a pretty good idea that it it might be me or, or would be me um and all throughout last year without me being the manager i just say hey you know if you're called upon whenever i run to a guy that was mexican or of mexican descent i say if you called upon would you uh, Would you be uh, interested in playing? And, uh, you know, thankfully, but to my surprise, everybody would say, everybody was saying yes. Um, Some guys later fell uh, off the ship, right, jumped off the ship for different reasons and understandable reasons. Um, uh, Like uh, Trevino uh, had said he was going to play, but he was like, hey, you know, we have uh, uh, quite a few new pitchers with the Yankees, so I think it's best that I stay in camp and uh, build a rapport with them. And uh, so that was understandable. Uh, Alejandro Kirk um, had a situation where they had their first child at the beginning of spring training, and he was not able to report and, and the, the due date, they went past the due date, and he wasn't able to report. Uh, he reported later than he was expected. And, and uh, they felt both he and the Blue Jays felt that it was best in his best interest to uh skip the WBC, we understood, um, and so on and so forth. I mean, Zebby Savala, um, a- another catcher, right? He was thinking about um uh possibly when Kirk went down was gonna be uh, our our second catcher. Um, but same thing, he was battling for uh for a starting position. So uh, you know, and we gave him their blessings and thanked them for, you know, having interest and showing interest. But uh for the most part, everybody that we asked was excited, I mean, uh, excited and, and, and felt blessed. And I think it showed, right, it showed in, uh, Without a doubt. on the field that these guys were just uh, all in on representing Mexico, representing their families, uh, representing, uh, you know, their ancestors. It was it – was, it was, I was hoping that we would be able to get this group of players and build a, a team. Um, and honestly, man, uh, there was – it, it, it was it was like we they were able to gel and build a family and a brotherhood uh, in the matter of a week week and a half. Man, it was it was pretty special. I mean, it, it's not often that you get to have a group that that is uh, all in the way these guys were during the uh, during
0: the tournament. You t- you talked to Phil at all? And for those of you yeah. watching the Boone podcast out there. Uh, Phil Nevin, good friend of mine. I mean, childhood friend. He's like my little brother. And, uh, he, he finally got that job with and He's your skipper in, in, uh, with the angels. Uh, what, what were his words of wisdom? I want to know.
1: He was like, he was like, <laughs> all right, good luck. You have a lot riding on it and don't, don't mess up and make our pitchers pitch more than they're supposed to. <laughs> but, simple. Uh, I mean, you, you know how Phil is. He's, he's straightforward. Um, but yeah, I'd get phone calls from him, uh, pretty much after every win. And uh, and he was at the at the U.S. game. Uh, had a good chance uh, a chance to talk to him right there. Uh, he, well, he had, of course, he had the best seats in the house, right, right behind home plate. Um, and uh, we had a good chat uh, a couple different times throughout the tournament. We had good chats, and uh, and then you know, you know, I mean, you know, Phil, he's awesome, man. He called me. Uh, right after the the loss against uh Japan and he was like hey man I'm proud of you uh you know i think you did you did a great job and 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 you guys did great for Mexico and and please tell all all of our guys and and all of your team that they did it they did a, a a great job and uh it was it was awesome to watch you guys play
0: yeah when i uh, i reached out to you right after that Japan i'm thinking oh man that was a heartbreaker right there i mean you had it and all of a yeah. sudden, Otani starts off with with a knock, and they hit the big uh, uh, the big knock comes next. But uh, yeah, and I went, "Damn it, Benji, you were t- one pitch." But that's that's how yeah. baseball is, and it's man. It, but what a great run when you had that matchup with the U.S. and you end up winning eleven to five. What did that What did that mean for the country of Mexico?
1: Man, I'll tell you what um, we we had had. I think we had played the U.S. three times previously in classics and, and or, or four and won twice. Um, I'm not a big believer in historically how you've done because it's different players. It's, you know, guys aren't even around anymore. Right. So but I I mean, it was huge for Mexico because uh, their defending champs we all know it's an all-star team right on the offensive side. It's an all-star team. I mean, if, if anybody had a chance to see that team play every every day, I mean, that would be a, a, an expensive ticket and everybody would be lined up (laughs) around the block to, to get a chance to see them play. Um, but the way we came out in a must win for us, it wasn't necessarily a must win for the U S it was a must win for us. Uh, and it just showed that, that I think we were up to the task and, um, in mexico it was like like i said in in, in mexico after i losing into colombia um and and you have to understand that in, uh mexico there's a lot of soccer fans right and they just played the 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 fifa world cup and mexico didn't do well and they were probably after the colombia games like okay here we go again another national team that just can't get it done and all of a sudden we beat the us and it was like whoa wait a minute now our next game's against great britain then all we had we had to get past canada but we might make it out of the group stage. Right. Um, so I think it, it, it really, um, gave hope to, uh, to all the Mexican, uh, fans that were, uh, that were, uh, tuning in to watch us play. Um, it really gave them hope. And then obviously the game against Puerto Rico, which was an awesome game as well. Um, you know, then, that then they really started believing, Hey, you know what, this this maybe can happen. Twenty four hundred sports is an Odyssey company.